What time is it? What time is it's it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Should I listen? You didn't mean it like that. Should I? <laughs> you know exactly how you said it. You know exactly how you meant it. Welcome. Should I still miss a name? Sweet disposition. Welcome, guys. You don't even sound like me. I am Hendrix. Shut the fuck up. Anyways. I'm joined by Casey. <laughs> <laughs> no. Would you please start making that sound? Welcome, 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 guys. I'm Casey. I am here with Hendrix. Hello. We are two uncredited millennials, and I am welcoming you guys to the 2 a.m. podcast. What it do? Hey guys, how was your holiday? I hope you guys had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you realized all the things that you were uh, thankful for. I hope you didn't get trampled on and um, on Black Friday. Hope you bought all the things that you didn't need and put your children's uh, gifts on layaway because that's what really matters. You know what I mean? Can you lay away on Black Friday? I don't think so Not on Black Friday But I mean people are starting their Christmas shopping It's officially December So now you guys can put up your Christmas trees And Hendrix can't complain about it anymore You know how much I'm not like in the Christmas spirit I actually was at a store And they had like an inflatable tabletop Christmas tree I almost bought it Like that That'll do I was gonna. I mean, I was thinking about buying a Christmas tree, but like, I was just thinking about like winter knocking it over, and like, it's just not worth it. It's just like, I like one of the, my favorite things. Like when I was a kid and when I was younger, was like decorating the tree with my family and stuff and all of that. And it's just me and this bitch in winter, and winter would just knock it down and get cut, caught in the lights and probably die. And it's just not even worth it. So or drink from the water because that's what dogs do. Oh, I don't know. We can't have real trees in my apartment complex anyway. Oh, for the fire factor. I don't know. It's they just sent I sent out an email like for decorations, bitch. None of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't have that in like no living fucking trees. Well, yeah, I know a lot of people because you know lights can catch on fire. Lights and you know leaves catch on fire. That's true. I believe it. But yes, I hope you guys all had a good holiday. I hope you guys are all getting ready for Christmas, buying all the things. If you want to buy me a gift. You can definitely do that. Hey, man, for real, though. If y'all want to buy us a gift, you know, y'all enjoy, you know, what we brought to you guys this year. We're more than, you know. It's almost been a year, guys. Like yeah, We are coming up on we our We are coming up on our anniversary of entertaining you guys with our bullshit. We started from the bottom. We started from the bottom, and now we're about the middle, but still here. You know what I'm saying? At the <laughs> At the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Low level middle management kind of thing here. What? <laughs> we on the fries now. <laughs> no, nah, we moved up from the fries. We on register now. Oh, we cashier. I mean, you know, cashier still do the fries, you know, from time to time. I, I, I mean, I was a cashier and I did do the fries. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> when it was slow, I had to do fries too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but we know we're now we're exclusively on register. Like we don't have to do the fries. No, no, we're on we're on back drive through. We are really moving up, and you got to be pretty good to be on back drive through. I hated it. You got to be depressed too, because it's a lonely job. 
It's no, it's not lonely. That shit is fast because you are taking orders in your ear. Then you are trying to get the money and talk to these people and still be nice and polite to everybody and get the money from these people at the same time. And you seeing her like putting put put them on mute, put them on play. Like it's really complicated. Not that I'm gonna sit here and bore you guys with my uh, McDonald's stories, but it was hard. It was. I hated that shit. And don't come in there off or ordering no coffee. Because I'm like, this fucking cafe machine look like a fucking science project. <laughs> that shit. And uh, what else is complicated? And the lopsided ice cream that I was always serving. Somebody was like, uh, somebody came in there and asked for a cone. I had to do that shit. It was like, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I ordered. My man. boss came like, girl. I mean, I learned eventually. Now I'm pretty good at it. But that shit, it was rough. It was rough. Well, she said, now nah, you pretty good at it. Now I'm good at it. <laughs> It took me a while. Like you just did some shit yesterday. I'm saying I'm good. I got when I was on the when we was on the cruise, I realized that I got good at making ice cream. Oh cones. yeah, I'm a, I'm a Dairy Queen nigga. For real, but nigga. um, I put the little hoop on it and shit. Before, nah, fam, I couldn't <laughs> even do it. But it's all right though. I hope you guys are good. We're good. How are you, Hendrix? How was your week? What's good? What's popping? Crackalack and Declan. Um. I, my week was pretty good. I'm realizing that being um sober is not. All it's cracked up to be, you know, sometimes you need those little li- life vices or vices in life, however you want to word that. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes you need that, that thing that takes you away from reality. I found myself being a lot more um, ingrained in reality, and I don't do too well when I do that. So, you know. Oh, that's cool. Well, I'm part of the D.A.R.E. program, and... Isn't that fucking not? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Everybody had a t-shirt. A D.A.R.E. t-shirt no, from elementary that school. that t-shirt was not allowed in my house, dude, for obvious reasons. Well, <laughs> obvious reasons. <laughs> well, I was a part of D.A.R.E. You walked in the house with that, you was getting shot. Dude. That is fine. Well, <laughs> fuck the fuck out of here with that. That's shit. fine. All the drug addicts in your party favors to Hendrix. I'm sure he will greatly appreciate that. I'll probably sell that shit at this point in time. All right. So now that we're done incriminating ourselves, I had an okay week, um, followed by a headache that lasted for three days and 55 minutes and two seconds and about 55 micro anyways it was a very long 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 headache and uh, you said micro seconds pretty sure um i almost died but unfortunately for you guys i'm here and alive and well and um we're just gonna start the show I'm entertained <laughs> and kind of surprised that you said, unfortunately, I am. I definitely am. All right. We are going to start off by talking about the Grammys. Um, Grammy nominations came out this past week. And, and they black as hell. For the first time in Grammy history. Just playing. It's still mostly white. No white male solo artists were nominated for album of the year. Wow. I'm actually surprised by that. The nominees are Bruno Mars, Kendrick Lamar, Jay-Z, Childish Gambino, and Lord. Those are pretty good options, but judging by the minority scale... <laughs> I mean, you know, it's four, <laughs> it's four to one. It's really trying to um, <laughs> trying 80%. to see which which way, you know. What I'm saying I'm trying to decide the place that we're in as a country because you know it could easily go against. Um, 
I tell you one women, thing. or we can just try to be, you know, go against minorities, which the country loves to do. So I tell you one thing: if Lord wins that shit, it's gonna be all kind of backlash. Oh, it's you. definitely so. Definitely, the only people who are gonna win um, from where I'm sitting is probably either Lord or Bruno Mars. Those are the safe picks. Bruno Mars will make both people happy because I think white people enjoy him too. So that way, you can shut up both people. Like, look, he's not white. Shut up. You know what? Actually, thinking about it, Bruno Mars probably he had a great year. Probably will win. This is for for me speaking uh, as you know somebody who listens to all different types of music and knows you know I listen to the popular stations. It's, it's either between Bruno Mars and Kendrick. I think I think Jay Z kind of fucked itself with the whole title exclusive shit. So a lot of people didn't really get a chance to listen for real, for real. Well, I mean, I f- I mean, I understand. This is the thing with the whole Jay Z thing. And I'm just going to try to sound as regular as possible. Um, I think, no, I don't stand for anybody but myself. No. Um, I kind of think, like, with the whole thing with Jay-Z, I really, really understand. Like, I feel like when you get to a certain position, like, where he is in his life and in his career... I feel like you can make those decisions like that. And I feel like now he's using his influence to do what he think is important. And I feel like when it comes to, like, his business, whereas people really do shit on title. And I feel like he talks a lot about, like, the whole thing with, like, black people and wealth and, like, trying, like, having our own things yeah. and all that stuff like that. And a lot of black people are unsupportive of his shit. And it's like, you know, how we can be sometimes where we'll support their shit all day long and won't support our own. And that's kind of what what it is. And I feel like now he's in a position in his life and in his career where he can push the shit that he wants to. You know what I'm saying? You get to a point oh, where you're in yeah. charge of your own okay. career and your own life. Like, he's not pressed about your petty-ass dollars. He doesn't need to win every Grammy or whatever. All his albums go platinum. You know what I'm saying? He still have all these number one albums. The only person who has more number one albums than Jay-Z is the Beatles. So, I mean, he's Look at, at the point now. music history, though. Appreciate that. He's at the point now where he can he can chalk call. So if he choose to like, okay, you know what, I'm releasing this on my own shit. And if y'all want to fuck with me, y'all can fuck with me. I respect Ho for that. He a businessman. Not only is he the goat, he is also about his business, and I respect that. Four Forty Four was a great album. It was hella gems on it. If you didn't hear it, I'm sorry. I went to the tour and the concert, and he put on a one fucking hell of a show. And um, you can fuck with it or not fuck with it. I mean, I respect what he's doing. Like, I understand, like, his no, vision. He's in I a position it. to be like, you know what? You're going to fuck with me or you're going to fuck with me. And I feel like that's a wonderful position to be in. I hope I get to that position. No, I understand. Where I could be like, nigga, take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get why he did what he did. But I'm, I'm speaking as far as, like, the commercial appeal. Like, Kendrick Lamar and Bruno Mars have had music on commercials and video games and shit like that. All kind of, like, advertisement and shit. And that's what people actually pay attention to because a lot of times, like, these artists that win Grammys or whatever, the only time you really hear this shit is, like, through some form of media. Like, yeah. whether it's a, you know, a commercial. That's another point I want to make. Sorry, I really feel like I'm standing. I'm not, though. I'm just making all these great points because, I mean, it's a fucking thing. Now, another point. I feel like that's another good thing, though. I feel like that is crazy to acknowledge the fact that he has been such a successful artist without feeling the need to cross over. Like, in that way. Like, he doesn't have to make really mainstream music to be successful. 
What mainstream shit? The most mainstream album Daisy ever had was the one with New York on it. Because he was talking about that at the concert. So this is the most mainstream shit I ever did. Because it was a big record. I mean, he has one of the more mainstream songs of the last 20 years anyway. What? Hard Night Life. That was what really plateaued him into actual stardom. But that's one song in comparison to... Um, all of Bruno Martian. <laughs> no, I mean, but it, yeah, it's, it's a different. It's two different things. Two but yeah, I mean, he's. Things. I think he's not. But obviously, he's a mainstream artist. Obviously, you don't get to become damn near a billionaire without being mainstream. I'm just saying that he is about his people. And if you were this concert, you would say he like nigga. We the shit, and you're just gonna have to deal. And I love him for that. Yeah. Okay, and something relating to our our topic today will kind of intertwine the two things. Um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle made their first public appearance since their engagement, and it was a mix. It was a mixed reaction because where were they at? They were they were actually in um, the what's in the palace. Okay, yeah, yeah. The palace announced it, and they actually you know went out and took pictures and shit like that and wave you know royal shit like they actually you know okay yeah yeah because she's actually i mean i guess I, she got she has to i mean i've seen princess diaries but she's like yeah. um quitting her job and shit not acting no more yeah you you, you literally that's your job that's, i mean if you, you are i mean shit i guess so yeah we're we're going to have a uh, black princess a mixed race because she doesn't identify as black well of course not who would She's a mixed race woman or whatever. But people are really happy about that. Whole. Look at me. I'm sorry. I was gonna, I'm gonna say something real unsavory, so I'm, I'm gonna leave that alone, actually. But people are, you know, people are really excited about the whole thing. When I was like, oh, we're about to have a black lady in the. Some people. Well, black people. No, not, no, 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 black people. Black. Well, I, I didn't see the black lash on black people, but I, I saw the, like, oh, we're about you to know. have a black lady. Da, 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 da. But you know, it's, you have the, uh, she ain't all black crowd. I mean, she's not. She don't even consider herself black. Though. I know. They, people pick on, like, whatever they want to pick on for their argument i mean oh that's so touchy yeah it's like hotel vibes but i mean mm-hmm. so that's the thing like you have the whole are you black enough conversation that is just like exhausting mm-hmm. um people get mad about like black people like oh, okay well this is my thing i'm not one to sit here and say who is black enough or who's not yeah, or trust us we are not the ones to do that the one drop rule or the fucking paper bag rule all created by white people been passed on to black people because i mean at the end of the day this is the thing if you were able if you were mixed and you were able to pass then you might not live that same life as a rate of as a mixed person that doesn't it looks more black you know what i'm saying so your experience is going to be different so my whole thing is this I, i don't really care how you identify yourself or see yourself nobody can speak on behalf of all mixed people and half of all biracial people and half of all black people because just like as a dark-skinned African-American woman, my experiences are going to be different. How I move through this world and this 
universe as African-American woman with darker skin is going to be different than how someone with lighter skin moves. And it's the same as being in the same situation with mixed. If you can pass, your experience is like, um, what's the lady name? Is it Hazley? Hansley? The singer that's mixed, but she look white. Yeah. Okay. Like her, she can pass. So the way she moves through this world is going to be way different than how Tracy Ellis Ross moves through this world because she looks more black. Yeah. So it's just like everybody like I don't really care how you identify as long as you don't ignore the experiences of other people. Like when people do that, like oh well, you know, talk about they mix people struggle. I know I said this shit before. <laughs> it's the same thing when people talk about being light skinned and they struggle or not being black enough or and all of that shit. And it's just like that gives me reverse racism vibes. Like if you don't go have to see somewhere, yeah, I, you know. I'm- I don't know. I, I talk to my friends about that shit. Well, yeah, about that all the time and the whole light skin versus dark skin shit. Like, look, fuck it. Like, if you got an ounce or a drop, the one drop, it is what it is. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can, it's all subjective to how you actually identify. Yeah, you can identify yourself. however you want to. As long as you're on this, like, my only thing will become when you discredit the experience of someone else. So, when you like, oh, my God, it's so hard. <laughs> mixed people, I, like, they was enslaved, like, personally enslaved for being mixed. Ooh. Ooh. What? We'll talk about that later. I'm just saying. They're like, oh, my life is hard. I was never black enough for the black people and white enough for the white people. Like, I mean, I did grow up in, like, the 90s. <laughs> but them motherfuckers love, nigga. I just got accepted for being dark-skinned, nigga. They love light-skinned people. I ain't never seen a light-skinned person get treated fucked up. But, you know, I'm just saying. That's all my own personal experience. I'm not saying it's that's your life, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Keep it pushing. Do what y'all gotta do. Yeah. Um, this story is a story that we touched on a couple months ago about the the father of the kid who they wouldn't let have um the aj burgess burgers story are you all right i was just back <laughs> listening to this episode uh earlier this week yeah um he was born without functioning kidneys and he was supposed to have a kidney transplant with his father but they denied that because of his father's prior convic- convictions or whatever and yeah, it's been it's been a while, but last week he actually did get a donor. So yeah, that's a that's a it's sad that it had to happen that way, but I'm glad the outcome of the story was positive. Like it's still fucked up that you know. Wait, he, so he did get it? Yeah, he did. It uh-huh. did, it wasn't from his his father though. Oh okay. Yeah, they put him on the donor donor list, and yeah, he got it from somewhere else. But it was you know it's, it's good that you know some fuck shit didn't. Ruin this young man's life. Like that's that's a good that's a good look. So definitely a good look. Um, now it's time for hashtag TT TW, which is um Trump's tweet of the week. Um, this week what the okay, all right. I don't know why she's dancing. She weird as fuck. Um, this week Donald Trump tweeted. Time magazine called me to say I was probably going to be named man slash person of the year like last year. But I would have to agree to an interview and a major photo shoot. I said probably. I said probably is no good and took a pass. Thanks anyway. And um, you know, no. Uh. <laughs> I'm trying to read. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. What did you know? Real life got in the way. My bad. <laughs> what did you know? No. Um, Time Magazine responded with um, the president is incorrect about who 
how we choose person of the year. Time does not comment on our choice until the publication, which will be on December 6th. And yeah, I mean, I don't understand why this, this guy needs to lie all the time. Like, he's a habitual liar. Like, definitely a habitual liar. And I, I really don't get it. Like, I don't at all. He's just a trash bag. Like, I really don't. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't give a just motherfucker lie at all. Um, yeah, that's all I had for this this week. We kind of didn't want to, you know, go back to like last week a lot because, you know. Keep it pushing? Not, e- not even keep it pushing. It's just like, you know, we took a break because we were exhausted. And, yeah, that it proves we were exhausted. So, you got anything else to add? I do not have anything you are to just, add. Horrible. She is horrible this week. What I do? Nothing. That's. I'm sorry. You, the way you be doing me? No. Look, look, look. Let me interject now. See. When I try to ask, I still got it. Hendrix. I still. Got yeah, it. he's still a troll. I still got it. When I try to ask Hendrix to help me, like, oh, what do you want to talk about? What should we do to, for less argue? What should we do for Eleanor? When I try to get him to help me, like that's your segment. So fuck you. That's your motherfucking segment. Oh wait, talk about. So let, hash these tags, my nigga. <laughs> let me interject. The whole, I don't even know why she's asking. Why she asked me that question on a regular basis? Because I gave her like a list of twenty topics. That no, she, this was before the list was a thing. This is any time. This is before I had even asked you anything. Why are you about old shit, like I said, I said <laughs> what I said. <laughs> so you said you had it, and then you started slipping, and then you asked for help. No, that's not what happened because I don't slip. My nigga, the so, fuck. What was on your D's, nigga? Fuck you. <laughs> what was on your mind this week? Okay, so see, I can't even let people hear this. He's so vulgar. Who would you gonna let hear? Somebody. I don't know. Like anybody. somebody old. Yeah, I, I, I don't discriminate on my listeners. I, I, I hoard my look. Okay, well, I hoard ins- my shit out. I'm about to insert a disclaimer. Beep. Okay, listen. I have a potty mouth. I curse. I ain't shit. I'm trash. I don't know what to tell you, girl or guy. I'm sorry. You can just have to get over it. Maybe they didn't speak like this. Maybe you feel like another lady because in your generation we didn't curse. I don't care. Sorry. Happy listening. All right. I still have it. So what was on your mind? That's two trolls in a row. <laughs> I just wanted to get you like up and lively to the conversation. I'm sorry. I'm so hyped. Okay, let me insert y'all on my good news. <laughs> I mean, it's good news for both of us, but yeah. I, I so we have like Christmas break from work, and like our last day was supposed to be the day before Christmas Eve. It was supposed to be on the twenty third. Uh, yeah, we our last day was supposed to be the twenty third, but they decided to cancel work that day and all that good shit. So now I have that Saturday off before Christmas, and I'm hype as fuck about it. So sorry, that's what I was like reading. Like, oh my god, holy shit! Yes, bitch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, moving right along. I'm gonna ask this question again. What's, so, what, what's what was on your mind? Well, besides getting off day, um, the five, mm, the five. Musically, I've been really listening to Division. Like, I know I was said it. To, I talked about them before, but I've been really. Listen to them a lot. I really, really enjoy them. Um, they make really good music, even though they're like it's not easy to sing along to. Because this nigga will go from like singing in his falsetto to singing in his regular voice. It's really hard. I'd be very, flat. Very dreamlike. Yeah, but better though. Um, 
I'm trying to think. <laughs> Jaden Smith album, still listening to that. Brilliant. Um, I'm from Shuffle only because I'm not listening all that shit straight through. I'm still hearing more and more Chris Brown songs as they shuffle through my phone <laughs> because a bitch don't have time for that. That's I gave way up too at 15. Long. Yeah, it's a that's a lot. He could have released three albums, but maybe he just thought he wasn't gonna be feeling like that or that wouldn't have been the way by the time he released them. I don't know, but whatever. Or he could have did a sweat and soup type of shit. I don't know. No, sweat and soup was horrible. It was only one of them was good, but at the end of the day, um. Yeah, still haven't seen um, Justice League. I finished Punisher. That was great. I started. She's got to have it. And baby, let me tell you, I'm trying to get my Nola Darling on. Okay, the the actress who plays her is fine as shit. Like I like immediately started stalking her on social media and everything. But she's married, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> she's, <laughs> but she's gorgeous. So. Um, and I really like the show. I haven't finished it yet, and I will report one once I do. I actually really want people's opinions on it. Well, I mean, it's one of those conversations that I think happens a lot, but we don't get any progress to them because men, per usual, are stuck in their ways and their thought processes and their ideas. Um, so and maybe we true. won't yeah, get any true. further. I mean, honestly, besides it, it's not really any even a conversation about it. But I definitely felt the way when I was watching it. I felt slightly empowered. I mean, obviously, I don't live that life. But it's one of the things that I have been, like, kind of struggling with. Like, am I the way I am because that's how I should be or that's how I was raised to be or that's how I am? Or is it in the back of my mind, the deepest, deepest, blackest hole in my mind, really the way I was conditioned to be? Because that's what is attractive to men. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole like idea of being sexually liberated and being moving how you want to and just experiencing the world in a way that you choose. Right. Because... African-American women specifically are not allowed that opportunity to be as sexually free as some other groups of women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I read something that was like, you know, white women are allowed to date and have sex with everyone they date and, you know, do all of this, be the go, be on girls, go, go on, girls going wild, go on vacation, hook up with people, do all of this stuff and, and live their lives in a way as a youth that's acceptable and still grow up, get married and be a soccer mom. And black women don't get the opportunity. You a hoe. Forever, regardless. You a hoe or a hoe with a baby, a hoe with a good job, a hoe who made it out the hood, but still a hoe at the end of the day. No, no matter what other accolades or anything else, to, <laughs> anything else that accompanies your name, at the end of the day, you still that hoe. I'm, and, so, I'm sorry for laughing. Like, it wasn't... <laughs> It wasn't like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Like, no, I just, I've heard that. And that's one of the things I really am curious about. Like, will we ever move past that? And I, and that's one thing I'm curious about for myself. It took a little bit of evaluation, evaluating myself. And I'm still unsure if I'm the way that I am kind of slightly prudish, kind of slightly reserved. Is that a direct reflection of what I want in my life, in my experiences? Or is that slightly from conditioning from men? Because I know it's not acceptable to be sexual free as a woman of color like I wonder is but I'll never know I really don't know I guess I just have to um deal with it personally and kind of sort through my own feelings about it like I talked to one of my uh, really close guy friends and I was talking to him about it like that feeling I was like I really don't know when he I was talking about the show and I I framed it in the same exact way and he was just kind of like 
think about it like this. He's like, you know, I got married and and I'm a guy. So it's a difference. He's like, but think about it like this. When you do get married and, you know, get to that point in your life, we have a family, whatever, let's say it's right. 10 years from now. Are you really going to regret the experiences that you had? Like, because it's all experiences and like are you really going to look back like oh that was really great sex i should have never did that <laughs> like are you really going to feel like that i mean that's what it really that's what it weighs down to it's more about living your life and understanding that there's you know what i'm saying it, there is stigmas around it but for the most part if you enjoying what you're doing go ahead and do it like you know that's why i don't talk about like cricket i mean well Zan heads or lean heads like I, that's not my you know path but you know do what you do like you know that's that's cool for you and you like that experience it's straight just understand that there is a stigma and there sometimes are consequences to what the fuck you're doing so yeah, yeah it's just definitely one of those things that's been on my mind um since i started watching the show or whatever i, I think it's I'm definitely worth the conversation so maybe i'll explore that further eventually I, I definitely wanted to politic with some women about it i'll probably talk to my friends about them when i see them for the holidays um but yeah, uh that's pretty much it music TV and um I've been trying to date that's <laughs> It gets harder. It 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 really does cuz I don't really know what like it like literally the the path to like the process of dating is so complicated that and I'm a relationship person. So it's just like I really wish I can just like find somebody that meets all my thing all my qualifications and that's like attractive that I'm attracted to that's tall and not anorexic and like with a job and all of these different qualities Fuck you. and I could just know everything about him he could know everything about me he could just be my man like I wish I could just skip all can I sleep through that part well you know depending on who you ask that's the best part you know what you know getting to know you that's when you're at your truest self you know once that's, you no, put that's the not, title that's when you're you. not at your truest self <laughs> That's when you're lying. Just, I'm just telling you what they told me. Who told you that? That's when people still are lying. <laughs> if you think you're getting to know somebody in the beginning, you a whole ass fool. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. I'm just be like, I try to be myself because I know I'm weird. So, like, when I mean, I try, like, I'm weird. Like, today, my plan literally was to wake up, hang out with my dog, do laundry, put music on, and dance around in my underwear. That was my entire plan and agenda for today. It, does that make me weird? Probably because me and Winter dance together. You know what I'm saying? They actually do. I've, I've, but, I've, I had the joy of watching that. You know, somebody else might find that to be weird and they might judge me because of it. I don't want to deal with that. I don't need that kind of pressure. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's understandable. Um, but yeah, and I've been trying to get back on my fitness and get my body back together That's so I can be a, those migraines for three days. So I can be a bad bitch and I'm trying to, maybe that's why I can't find a man. Maybe I'm too fluffy. So I've been working on that. I mean, it's, it's and, winter time. What are you talking about? And? What was in? No, the fuck is not. I've been on Instagram. I've seen how these girls... <laughs> I want to wear Fashion Nova. That's the only way you're going to get a boyfriend. It's with bundles and a Fashion Nova dress. So, I'm going to continue to <laughs> get my life together until I can accomplish those things. Anyways, so, what's on your mind? Um. <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I got done with Punisher. I'm... Um, 
I'm kind of savoring. That last episode was gory. I'm sorry, my bad. It was, uh, most of the Punisher was gory. I couldn't watch it when he's pushing out that nigga eyes and stuff, or when he was sliding that nigga face against the glass. I'm uh, sorry. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it for the people who had. I didn't say who. It could have been a random person. You spoiling it, saying I'm spoiling it, and I didn't know it's important. All right, finish. Um, I'm slowly but surely getting through uh, She's Gotta Have It. I'm kind of like savoring it for whatever reason. I I really don't know why I'm savoring it. I just want... It's the thing about Netflix shows that I hate is the fact that, you know, they give you a season, maybe like eight to ten episodes, and you typically watch all that shit like in one day or, or day two, day or two, and yeah, then you just don't have shit to watch so i'm trying to you know get shows and shit that kind of i can kind of like slow play it and shit um my dvr is full of shit i haven't watched this is us all season oh i'm like i haven't watched tv in a long time (laughs) i haven't watched this is us um shit you just reminded me how bad i am yeah it's a it's a couple shows that i haven't watched that i've been recording my dvr is like screaming at this point but i'm just not in i'm not in that 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 wave right now like i really don't want to watch tv i really don't want to watch like movies and shit i still haven't seen uh justice league all the way through i actually <clears throat> was a neat girl and fire sticked it and yeah i haven't watched it all the way through because yeah fuck it i got this other shit that i want to do um musically definitely jaden smith side of prince um i still haven't heard and i keep hearing people talk about it miguel is putting out flames ty dollar signs album was pretty good definitely um beach house is pretty good um it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of good music out here it's it's just of course it's some trash that knock in the car and shit like that you know gotta keep the trash up to date so you gotta look like this to get a date it's a fashion no bad i wouldn't date her oh god she fine as shit yeah she fine but I don't know her. You know, I don't know what she likes. Her likes. Shut the fuck up. Nobody <laughs> care about that. <laughs> um, um, other than that, uh, I'm I'm starting to get get back into my my true like my true podcast listening, my dissecting and commenting and everything. And what people don't know is I have like a ghost account that I do that shit from. Why do you look at me like that? I didn't look at you. Yes, you did. I was looking past you. Oh, okay, fuck off. Um, I have a ghost account, so nine times out of ten, I'll listen to your shit, but you don't so know. So he just admitted to being a whole creep? No, I, I mean, because a lot of, when I noticed sometimes when people say, because we, we have all that information. Like, if you do it the right way, you have all that information or whatever. So you can say, oh, yeah, you know, somebody can say, oh, yeah, I'll listen to it or whatever. And you can look and see if they listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I just use a ghost account. So I might listen to your shit one week and then I don't listen to it for like three weeks and then I'll listen to it again. Yeah, no. Save that confusion from being, you know, 2 a.m. listen or Noli Hendrick listen. I just use a ghost right. account. Man. Save all that bullshit just in case it happens. Um, <clears throat> other than that, man, I'm just trying to maintain positivity during this wonderful, wonderful holiday season. You know, we just need to love each other and uplift the world and stop touching. <laughs> the fuck is you <laughs> stop touching women. Okay, just look, guys. This shit, you know, is not a wave. Like this, this is this is what's happening right now. Stop doing that shit. All right. I woke up every morning for the longest to Matt Lauer, and they fired that motherfucker. Like it was, it was nothing. Yeah, just stop. Who that? 
Matt Lauer, the uh, Today Show host. Yeah, he got accused of sexual assault. He's actually counter suing. Well, he's suing NBC for like thirty million. For what? For firing him? Yeah. Why? I mean, well, you know, sometimes you you have to go through the due process and everything. But uh, yeah, just stop, fellas, stop, stop it. You know, get in a relationship and then maybe you can touch. Oh him? Oh God! That's what I'm saying. I said I woke up to that nigga every morning. I'm sorry, I don't know these people's names. I woke up to him every morning, and now they was like, oh yeah, okay, allegation. They said he had like a secret layer or something like in the office. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is like this kind of whole thing is touchy because I know a lot of people like to go, especially men, like to go to whole. Well, you know, he has money, and these women are lying, and they just want, you know, what I'm saying all this stuff like that, and it's just like I believe everything. You can't. I understand trying to give people the benefit of the doubt, but the same benefit of the doubt has to go to the victims as well. Like, I just feel like you need to just be like, okay, well, I don't know, and I'll wait till I hear something and not judge anybody instead of being like, oh, they're innocent or oh, they're not. Like, it's just so, I, I don't know. People would be so quick to be like, no, especially guys be so quick to cape. Like, no, he didn't do this, or why would he have to, or he has money. Why would I have to sexually harass somebody? I could have sex with anybody or did it. Guilty until proven innocent. I okay. Think that's how it goes. Well, anyways, like, so I, I just hate that people they do that. Lying. They're so quick to dis. They're so quick to discredit the victim. Like, oh, I want their money or stuff like that. But a lot of people in power do do fucked up shit because they know that they can. A lot of people do stuff that they can because they can get away with it. Look, they trying to get Ryan Seacrest to fuck up out of here. They got Russell Simmons to fuck up out of there. Look, stop it. All right, because we ain't got that kind of money. And yeah. Niggas act like they got that kind of money doing no. It, it really, it. it really is just disheartening how a lot of just men feel it. like they just have the just right to it. women's bodies. I don't never understand that. Regardless of who the fuck y'all president is, I want y'all to realize that y'all just don't. <laughs> you just don't. Women don't owe you anything. You don't have the right to touch them, feel them, do anything. Look at them. To be honest. Yeah, that's true. But I digress. Do we have any emails? No. No emails. Where can they reach us at the emails? If you would like to send us any questions, comments, or voice your concerns, you can do so by sorry emailing us at two mm, sorry ask two a.m. podcast at gmail dot com again. That is the number two. Send any questions, comments, or to voice your concerns, you can do so there. All right. <laughs> so. Oh fuck. All right, guys. Well, are you are you ready, guys? Are you ready? Are you ready, Captain? Aye, aye. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. Well, who lives in a bubble? Never mind. I was about to remix it. Anyway, so I'm not a racist. This week, we're talking about the viral video um, released by the artist. Is it Joyner Lucas? Yes. Um, He's a rapper. And he released a video um, for his song, I'm Not a Racist. Um, And we have, if you have not been living under a rock, if you are on Twitter or Facebook or any social media platform, you have seen all the posts and discussion about it. It has also been remixed or redone by an artist named Michonne. Yeah, Michonne. Um, As well, if you are not familiar with him, he was on... Well, it's Michonne today. Um, he was featured on the BET Cypher this year. And he did another very conscious and woke um, rap for you guys. For um, that ass. 
for that ass. So, um, we are going to unbox this shit. So, I pretty much just want to um, go through, say our opinions, what we think. We're going to um, look at some of the lyrics and... And all of that, we have those. I apologize. Queued up for you guys, and if you are triggered, um, sorry, I'm not sorry. I mean, I brought this up to KC because I just it wasn't wasn't enough, but I understood why it wasn't enough because oh, you guys well, are gonna like this because we actually have different opinions on these. Yeah, we're, we're actually gonna have a nice discussion. We're not gonna agree with each other, you know. Um, you know, Kyle taught me a lot, you know. <laughs> um, you know, it as a black man living in America, it does kind of get repetitive. Speaking on why me and my peers do what we do, and especially talking to a a white gentleman is hard. Like you can only you can only say so much without pushing yourself to a point where you don't need to go. Like you shouldn't live we shouldn't live in a society where we have to explain ourselves or explain what we do. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's an individual and people do what they do. I don't I don't criticize you for being who you are. I might, you know, think you trash for certain opinions or choices that you make, but you are entitled to doing that. And I mean, I think he he definitely nailed the uh, the perspective of the white guy because, like I said, I'm a black man in America. I've heard shit like that on multiple, you know, what I'm saying multiple occasions. A lot of you know, it took me, it kind of took me back to that episode of uh, Dear White People where they were at the the party. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I under I understand the fact that you like music. You know what I'm saying? You like the music or whatever, and you want to sing along to the music. Like you can do that in your car, in your house. Yeah, that's a very weird. Um, mm, I don't even know where to go with that. I really don't know. Like wherever. Like, but you just have the, not even the the courtesy. Just had a common sense to know that yeah, that's not that's not flying. Okay, that's not no. You you can't say nigga this and nigga that and nigga. no. That that is something that we use. Sorry, it's exclusive. Okay, it's like good credit. Okay. You're talking about first of all, good credit is not exclusive. You're stereotyping black people. I know that was the joke. You got it. I was waiting on you to interject. Okay, so, so overall, how did you feel about it? You feel like it was good? Um, I mean, what are your general thoughts? I applaud him for having the nuts to actually do it, but I don't think I think it was kind of well. It would be more they people respond to it better if it was somebody else. What do you mean? I mean, just this unknown, obscure artist, for the most part, um, coming out with a controversial song. It went viral with the video. Like, the video was, was excellent. Like, the two actors they used for the video were excellent. Like, that was my first... I saw the video. Yeah, I saw the video, too. Like, I saw the video. I didn't know shit about the song at all. I saw the video. I was actually watching TV. It came on uh, Revolt. And I'm watching the video, and... I look the white dude had me like hooked like he he's a ex he deserves a fucking Oscar for that shit because he looks like he really believed the fuck out of what mm, he, he was he saying. He like a Peter Griffin ass <laughs> um, look alike. So 
Yeah. And then he had the perfect counterpart by being, you know, a younger black dude with, you know, baggy, well, you know, hip. I'm about to say his clothes was not baggy. That's not the generation clothes. we in no more. Hip clothes. You know, he was a hype beast with the clothes and everything. He had the hairstyle and shit. You know, he looked like he was about, you know, a normal 22-year-old black dude. So, yeah, I, I like the visual. But that, the hug. The fucking hug. Like, I, it would have been better with, like, a handshake or something like that. Like, the hug, like, the, okay, yeah, everything's forgotten. And, you know what I'm saying? You got your thing off your chest and I got my thing off my chest. Like, let's just be cool. Like, that was kind of, you know, that was kind of, that was a little hokey. Like, that was a little hokey. Like, it it doesn't work like that in reality. It doesn't. Like, I can make my point, you can make your point, and we go about living our lives the same way we did. Like, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, it doesn't change anything. We've been going through this shit forever. But what was your overall, I mean, before we actually, like, get into, like, the lyrics and shit, what was your overall opinion about the song and the visual? Why are you smiling? Oh, Jesus. Okay, so. uh, Was I clear that it wasn't enough? Was I clear on that? That I didn't feel like he did enough on behalf of us responding to the criticism? Was I clear on that? Um, not, I mean, what do you mean? I guess I'm unsure about the point that you're making. His rebuttal was, like, mediocre at best. Okay. Like, the My Shine rebuttal was what everybody wanted to hear. Okay. All right. Well, then I guess we agree more than I thought, because I'm like, I don't know what you're... Okay. So, okay. Just in general, I'll give you a little bit. Most people who... When I saw the comments on this video, at first I was like, okay, this is interesting, because I didn't know what the fuck it was. Uh, I didn't know it was going to be, like, two sides. All I saw was like, oh, it's a racist white guy rapping, saying nigga. That's exactly what my a first, Trump hat on. That's exactly my first thought. Cause cool. His Please voice isn't give like give us back our culture and um have a seat. Yeah, his voice isn't like overly black. So I was like, oh yeah, that could be like a Bubba Sparks type of. That know, was type my initial reaction. Then I realized what the fuck was happening, and I wasn't being punked, and <laughs> nobody had to die. So now, told you that nigga was convincing too. Back into the general sense of this, because I can't put my Pandora basic back on now. Um, I feel like what I got from the comments, like I was saying before, before I, um, sorry, misspoke, is that a lot of white people enjoy this video. And I'm going to tell you why I believe that is and why they enjoy that song. Okay, because you got a different perspective because I never read the comments and I damn sure I'm going to read the comments on this one. A lot of white people, the majority... No, y'all call us black. I'll call y'all white today. A lot of y'all on the video was like, oh, this is great. It's good. Yes, we just need the opportunity to have a conversation and, you know, speak about our differences and help us better understand each other. And this is so progressive, you know, a non- um, hostile way to talk and they hugged it out and everything is great this is so good now I see it from a perspective that I didn't see it before this approach and everything <laughs> the idea that this song gave me is a very all lives matter approach that oh we're just a human race bullshit Um, that he said at the end with the words or whatever we were just human and two race separated us or we were just always black and they were always white but you know I think we lied we agree way more than we know um whatever it's a very all lives matter ass shit you know um the issue is 
the white guy from well from the perspective of the um the white guy it seemed as if no not even seemed he pretty much everything he said was stereotypes yeah. It was all things that are like stereotypical ideologies about black people. None of it is obviously rooted in any truth. It's people fucked up on both sides. Yeah. And the situations and experiences that black people have are a direct reflection and a direct result of the systematic racism and oppression that we face and have faced forever in this country, right? What was left out and what was missed in this presentation is that when the black guy spoke, instead of actually um, feeding in and actually kind of like debunking what the fuck he was saying, he pretty much fed into every stereotype he said. And he whined and he complained. He never spoke with any um, conviction to tell him why this is happening, what is actually going on. And the actual issue or the root of the problem. Not only that, it was never a solution. Why the fuck are we hugging and we never agreed on anything? You well, stereotype me. Said, I said what I said. Okay, it's cool. You stereotype me. I told you why I'm a stereotypical Negro. <laughs> and we hugged because pretty much I validated what you had and your opinions about me. I whined and I complained and I moaned. And that is what happened. And now we're going to hug it out. You need somebody who can actually have a personal conversation. Now, if you actually listened, um, I'm assuming that most white people probably didn't watch the Michonne version because it was better. (laughs) And um, in that one, he actually talked about who it's so many things. Oh, God. Okay, I'm not going to. He actually talked about the history of black people, the things that we have been through. Why the country is the way it is, why we are treated the way we are treated, why we're perceived the way we are perceived, all of those things, and how, you know, what leads black people to be in a position that some black people are in to be criminals or mass incarceration or all of these things that. The fact that we have hella guns, but we don't have open access. We can't go to fucking Walmart or Kmart and shit and buy a pistol. Like, we gotta go through all these background checks and shit. But you got, you know, Joe Schmo shooting up fucking Vegas and shit because he got 18,000. Did you listen to the Michelle version? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm Oh, but anyways, yeah, he was saying pretty much like, okay, y'all talking about all the guns and the violence in the hood. How the fuck the guns get there? Yeah. You know, like, it, like, show like the, the drugs. Yeah. How y'all think the drugs got there? So it's just like, it's a whole bunch of shit or, you know, systematic racism or, you know, mass incarceration and single parent homes. And I can go on and go on about all the things. You're talking about Jim Crow era. You're talking about the fact that we've never got any reparations for the things that happened to us. You're talking about the fact that, um, I can go on forever. Jim Crow era, redlining. What do you, what, what, what do you want me to stop? That's better. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so many different things that have happen to put black people in the position that they are. And it's not even necessary to complain or whine or bitch about it. They're facts. But what the guy did in the video was complain, whine, and bitch about it. Like, yeah, I sell drugs. I don't got to. I got to feed my kids. That's not 
But why? Right. What led it's, you to that? But you know, so what led you to that? Let's talk about. Well, you know, I grew up in this household without no fam, without no daddy, because my daddy got locked up for a drug charge. That you know, white people get charged for every day, and they don't serve the same sentences. And then, like, because that's the facts, right? The facts is that the cards are stacked against us historically high. Lee set up for us to fail in this country, right? And why people like to use you have that successful outliers, whether it's celebrities or whoever the fuck who have somehow beat the system and they use it as a suggestion that we are now equal to them. We all know we aren't because it's the same reason why somebody like LeBron James can get nigger written on his door as one of the best basketball players to ever have touched a basketball because at the end of the day, he's still a nigger. Like Jay said, yeah. just like him at almost being worth a billion dollars is still just a nigga because systematically we are set up to fail. And that is the world that we live in. That approach that was taken by that song left more to the imagination than not. It painted up even not a bad picture of black people but i feel like it almost gave it feel like this in my opinion the song was geared more towards white people it was pretty much almost like a tell them what you want to hear shout out to ray ray it was kind of like a you know we're gonna frame this in a way that they can accept it because if you sit there and you talk about racism in a real way and you talk about oppression in a real way and you talking about systematic racism in a real way you automatically they automatically stop listening because they feel attacked they feel very uncomfortable you know it's the same way when he was like oh you know what when the white guy was saying it like he was like oh you know well you wasn't a slave you didn't pick cotton but he's like but you're not saying all the things you know what i'm saying um it was just a lot it's just like it was kind of like doing a paper and and not really saying your point. You know how you supposed to say what your paper is going to be about at the end of the first paragraph? You know how you kind of like, you know how it go. You wrote a paper in college. And he never went back to support that point. Like, he was just like, the guy clearly attacked certain things. And he just left so much to an imagine to the imagination. Well, you know, well, my grandma was a slave. And that shit fucked me up. Or it's like, okay, well... You saying all lives matter is a protest to my protest. Well, can you say why, what exactly Black Lives Matter is for and why all lives matter is problematic? It just left a lot to imagination. And that's kind of like, he kind of gave you the watered down version of what the unwelcome Negro would say. Yeah. I mean, that was... That like, was well, it's hard out here. Right. But that was the, the main thing. He didn't... The rebuttal wasn't set into a light that actually, you know what I'm saying, depicted the bulk of black people. Like, it was depicted to, like you said, basically be a stereotype. Like, you feeding into the stereotype. Like, you, no, you didn't make any points. You just responded to what the fuck he said, and you did it in a very piss poor way. So, yeah, you can't, you, eh. like I said, I, I admire my mans for doing it, but. I don't know if that, I don't I know if like he, he was trying to like make it more mainstream appealing. Yeah, I feel like he really just didn't want to shake the table. Like I feel like he was shaking it, but he wasn't gonna shake that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because if you shake, you are gonna get shook. What case? Okay, Listen, <laughs> I just think that. I appreciate the try. It's kind of one of those, like, you get a reward for, like, participation trophy kind of shit. definitely. But 
And I'm not gonna say it was a bad song because I understood some of it. Like some of it, it was just like he, he meant well. Yes, he did mean well. He I feel well. like the um, the counter argument, the initial argument, had so much to say. Oh, you got the you got the genius version pulled up. I do. Okay. Um, okay. even okay. I'll even even this like so. Is the leftist just all black people? Because, okay. Because I'm going to give you the description of the song of Rap Genius. Okay. It says, I'm not a racist. It's about the disconnect between white and black people in the United States. Joining raps from both sides of the political climate between conservatives and the leftists. There are many arguments laid out from both sides and both versions as Joyner puts forward his opinion on America's current state while keeping the message that he wants everyone to to be accepting of each other and not violent, angry, and volatile at each other. This is shown. Huh, yeah, this is shown the best with the phrase at the end of the video for the song. And that phrase is, we are all humans until race disconnected us, religion separated us, politics divided us, and wealth classified us. Damn. Some of that I can agree with. Some. Especially the web, what it said about religion. Now that I agree with. Wealth, well, that's all systematic as well. That goes back into the same boat. Okay, so um, I don't know. I guess we'll pick out like things a that bar, we like or don't a like. A bar from like each verse or something like that. Okay. Like what stood out to you? Oh God. <laughs> mm. I'll go. Okay. okay. Um, the slavery comment, which is what got me, because although factually correct. That means absolutely nothing. Because what a lot of people don't understand is, and I don't know, I think, I think like Native Americans go through it, um, Jewish people, they go through it. But when you've been oppressed for a long period of time, like generational repression, that is actually ingrained in your 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 DNA. So yeah, we we like Kendrick Lamar said we we come from kings and queens and shit in Africa. We're royalty, but we also come from slaves in this country. Not slaves, you know. We weren't slaves in Mexico and shit like this. No, it's just some some parts in the South where you can. Well, shit, it's parts up here. We got a fucking underground railroad statue and shit where people. You know, our family members, distant family members, our ancestors were actually enslaved. Who else has to go through that shit? Like, that's that's a constant. So, yeah, no, me personally, I was not, I was not picking God. No, I wasn't personally. But that's in my blood. That's something that still resonates because it, it affects the way I look at things because it's still part of our society nowadays. It's modern slavery which is the justice system but you know it's the same it's the same thing it's just two different yeah you went from being in a plantation to being in jail it's the same fucking thing it's a cause and effect yeah it's a continuation of that i'm gonna pick more than one line because i'm not gonna be long-winded i promise that means she's gonna be long-winded i'm not i'm about to look at my time all right so oh jesus (laughs) so look here um, okay, I'm gonna start at the job and Should see. I record this? No. First of all, I have a bonnet on, so that's not happening. Okay. Where should I start? Shit. All right, well, 
Okay, I'll start here. Because I was going to talk about the whole um, the black man should be raising his son thing. But then we have the whole, like, mass incarceration. But, I'm okay, I'm going to start this. Most of the shit, like I said before in my initial statement about the song, is that most of the shit is stereotypical. And yeah. don't apply to a lot of black people. Most of this shit don't apply to nobody I fucking know, to be completely honest with you. So that's why it just shows you... How fucked up it is. Why people sit there and think they read the like read read a book or watch the news or whatever the fuck and think that they have it figured out how black people are. People who have never met a black person a day in their motherfucking lives and they can't tell you shit besides what they see on TV or a fucking movie. And they sit there and think that they have black black people pegged. And it's like they will, it will fuck you up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that I shit people I know, the stuff that they have accomplished, the things that they do, like the comment that he made about Mm, I'm sorry I'm gonna find it Talking about some (laughs) I work my ass off And I pay my taxes for what So you can keep living off free government assistance No I've never lived off assistance in my life Um, Nobody that I know I didn't grow up on it and I don't live on it now I have a job I went to school I went to elementary school Went to middle school Went to preschool Went to high school Went to college Graduated in four years and became a productive member of society. I have a job, I pay taxes, and I live my life like a regular person, like everybody else. I'm pretty sure in my, uh, you know what? Never mind, because that's gonna sound probably I know, arrogant. I, I know, I know where, I know where you're going. But you know what? Fuck it. Actually, I don't care. I know. Actually, probably in the fucking suburb that I live in, in Clinton Township, fucking, um, fucking 1,100 square foot apartment. That's fucking beautiful, and I absolutely love my apartment. I'm the only person in my entire building that lives alone I mean I'm the only person that's paying all my own fucking bills so all this this stereotypical shit just really bothers me it's just like what that mean just like the fucking racist white supremacist bitch that complained and harassed me all the fucking time because clearly she had black people pegged too maybe she mad that she had to live with her boyfriend I don't know but I don't have time for this shit that's why I'm so frustrated because just like I didn't know I grew up in a <laughs> I just, it's just not the story for everybody. And the thing is that, like, government assistance, you know who living off that the most? Your peers, nigga. That's the thing. Like, I mean, anytime you're a majority, you're. The stats. That's what I'm saying. Like you. you fucking up Bubba, my nigga, in the trailer park, and you and you worried about everybody else. Like yes, African American people benefit off the shit, but you're talking about what? What are we? Eleven percent of the population? Yeah, I don't know what the numbers are today, but yeah, we we ain't have. No, I all. think it's eleven. And, 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 yeah, I think it's eleven. So. Like I said, we are 11% of the population, and you're talking about government assistance. That's mostly y'all, my nigga. <laughs> and so it's just like, you, well, we we pay our taxes too. Like, And you talking about paying taxes. Your president don't pay his motherfucking taxes if we want to be real. So what that mean? Like, trust me, ain't no black people just getting off not paying their taxes. And the IRS is at the door. And you're going to run on their fucking coins. So I'm trying to understand. A lot of this shit is so stereotypical and stupid. Like weed and liquor, they get more than the most drug. Like them drug addicts. Have you been to a PWI campus? Fuck out of here. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> Talking about some liquor or fucking drugs like that's all black people do. My fucking supervisor came to work on coke. You know what? I'm not even about to do this. I'm at the poverty rate. No oh, God. Rather sell drugs and get a job. A lot of people. First of all, we talking about the fucking uh, what was that? The war on drugs, right? Yeah. You got a lot of black people locked up for petty ass crimes right a lot of them have records a lot of them cannot get jobs when you get out of jail you cannot get a job it's kind of like the system sets you up for failure right because yep. you, you get caught up in the system you get caught up in the system it's, it's a, 
very limited way to get out. Exactly. And most of the people, when they get out, all they can do is go right back into the same shit that got them in there in the first place because now it's on my record and now I can't get no fucking job. Not no real legit job. So it's like, what do you want these people to do? You just like damn if you do, damn if you don't. You damn if you do, and you damn if you don't. And a lot of people think about the reason that they were selling drugs because they couldn't get a job in the first place. They lived in the hood. Maybe they couldn't get a job. They didn't have no money. Maybe they came from a broken home. They ain't have no guidance. They ain't had no daddy because you locked them up in the first place with mass incarceration. It's just you can go on and on and on with this shit, and it's not even excuse. These are facts. These are the things that happen. I mean, on the on the drug front, a lot of that is for survival. Imagine being a a. 14 or 15 year old child and you're hungry as fuck your mama working two three jobs trying to you know make ends meet and the fucking ends still ain't meet so you have you know you have to look for a way to you know survive put food on the table yeah you can go cut grass and shovel snow and break leaves and all that you know suburban bullshit but you know in the hood nigga, don't knock on my fucking door right no on this shit let's what else let's see um, so, yeah. he did the stereotypical my might have a black <laughs> I have a black friend. I have a I white have, friend. I have yeah, black friend. yeah. I have that that shit. F- fuck off. You can still be racist. Um, what is some some like all like all black people like Tupac and I study Steve Jobs and Einstein. I have you met nerdy black people? Because there's a lot of the motherfuckers that will out all the shits. Okay, like that's the thing. We could be multifaceted, or we aren't all criminals. Just like y'all aren't all fucking racist, because I know some cool, dope ass fucking majority members. Just like it's some trash ass black people, and it's trash ass white people, and it's poor white people, and it's poor black people, and it's privileged white people. But that's the thing. That's where the that's where the equalization stops, because even those wealthy and privileged black people are still not as privileged, because at the end of the day, they're still black. So it's like we can get to the same level as you. We can be at any level, whether it's we're at the bottom of the barrel or at the top of the top, and we'll never be the same. That's where the that's that's where the equality thing comes in. Like I don't understand why y'all. That's the point that y'all missing. It's, um, it's a famous Chris Rock joke, and he said, um, if Bill Gates woke up with Oprah's money, he would probably commit suicide. And we consider Oprah the pinnacle oh, for don't. black wealth. I'm saying for black wealth. But, I mean, I feel like that's only mainstream, though, because, see, I actually look at the fucking Forbes list and all the black people from, like, Africa that got, like, billions, nigga. Oprah is far down on that list. Yeah, I I get that. I'm I'm speaking, like, on mainstream. Oh, okay. Because, you know, he made the Steve Jobs comment, like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But, yeah, it's other shit. Like, I love Bill Gates. Like, Bill Gates is one of my favorite people. I like his hustle and shit. I like his products and all that. But, yeah, it's people out here of color that are doing things. You know what I'm saying? In that same lane, they will never get an opportunity to be at that level. Like You have to understand, you have the figureheads, and then you have the people who are actually doing the work. And nine times out of ten, we're the people who are actually doing the work. We coming up with the apps and everything, and yeah, that's getting pushed by the figureheads, which is always going to be yeah, that, I can't the separation. Even. All of this stupid shit. It's just so, all the stuff that he said was just dumb. Stereotypical bullshit. If you haven't met any normal... Your average, everyday American, African American, whatever. Then I'm sorry, but a lot of this is stupid as fuck. I mean, but it's, it's and really a lot of the stuff based. he yeah, it's propaganda. A lot of this he read into like it was just kind of like he just went into it like oh well you know I sold drugs because I sold drugs. What was the line that I 
Um, the only line of significance that um from the rebuttal was the all lives matter the all lives matter comment. Um, yeah, the, we talked about it in the past. The whole protesting a protest like like that. Yeah, we Black Lives Matter. All okay, cool. All lives matter. We get that. You don't have to you know push that agenda because we know their all lives aren't in danger though. So let us have what the fuck we have and push our shit and yeah, just just, just carry on. So that was one of the only line that he had that I actually like sort of like agree with like yeah don't protest our protest my man is talking about thing, the flag that flag shit that, yeah, that, all that shit like, did. Like, the only yeah. thing I agree with from the counter protest was actually it's a it's a it's a gang of lines I'll just read them all so he said, you want to copy our slang and everything that we know, trying to steal black culture, then make it at your own. And then the other part, he was saying, I can't drive without cops trying to start shit. I'm tired of this systematic race and bullshit. That's the only shit that made any fucking sense. <laughs> because y'all love black culture and hate black people. I'm the same way that black men hate black women. We're not talking about y'all this week. God damn it, Casey. I'm sorry. Fuck. Yeah, you know, just like everything else. Like I said, y'all hate black people and love black culture. Just like y'all love the fucking Kardashians and all their enhanced party parts and um, all the black men that they have sex with and all of that good stuff and all the stuff that you guys love so much about our culture, whether it's our hairstyles or our clothing choices or our music music or our grace or our pure fucking magic it's just so many things I have a story. I ran into a person around Halloween. Uh, you know, a white guy. It's like, yeah, you know, you going to see that Medea movie? Which, what are you talking about? It's like, yeah, the Halloween movie. Like, I love Medea. No, I have no, no interest. Like, oh, well, you know, you you don't have like an auntie or anything like that? No, no, no. I don't have a 6'5 auntie. No. I, I do have a right to auntie, though. I mean, but it was just the. But the, she like the typical one, like they found Jesus and now she's a little better, but she'll ratchet. <laughs> Leave your auntie alone. But it was just like, it was it was interesting to me to see the fact that you know what I'm saying they he just automatically assumed that I was going to see that because it was you know something I could relate to when the fact is I can't relate to that shit at all and I really I really like that hope shit. that they are not stupid enough that you really relating to Medea. But whatever, you know what? I'm not gonna. I mean, I had a similar situation a couple of months ago. I had like faux locks in, <laughs> and like, um, not the first time I had them. No, not the second time I had them, but the first time I had them. I had faux locks in, and, and one of the people I work with, I don't even know what the fuck she is. She might be white, or I don't know what the fuck she is. She might be Asian. I don't know. I can't tell. Um, or a combination, who knows? Anyways, so she has straight hair, like you know, that's what says she one doesn't, and so she's like, Oh my god, as she held one of my locks in her hand. Hmm. Oh my god, I really like your hair, that's so cool. And I'm like, Thanks, and she's just like, I mean, I know they're like extension or anything but like how do they do it and i'm like you should have hit her with this my real hair and she was just like she's like i know i can't get that but and i'm just like this conversation is so awkward and more than awkward it's unnecessary but i'm just like um good talk but like she was like staring at my hair all day 
and it was like the weirdest thing ever very fascinated i've learned it when you can't have you can't have something or you don't understand something it's intriguing and nine times out of ten we have or are doing something that is intriguing to them because yeah we're different we're not normal we choose to be you know we do different things with our hair like you said you had the faux locks in that's not a shit now i'm thinking about it that's probably why i didn't get that fucking job i applied for i had faux locks in when i went to interview i mean i am a black woman i got interviewed by two white males so that's probably why i didn't get it well, yeah. But then somebody on the All Life Matter shit gonna tell me I didn't get it because I was unqualified. But then again, they don't know me. So. Yeah, see, that's, see, that's 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 one of the things that I don't like. Like, you can't judge what I'm qualified for. Like, yeah, okay, you. I'm saying I can see how it could be unprofessional, some especially like you know how stuff happens to people and you automatically think it's gonna happen to you. And it's like I've heard so many stories about people feeling some kind of way about you know how people how black women wear their hair, especially comes up a lot in the idea and the topic of protective styling and that just made me think about it. I'm like, damn, I did have a faux locks in during that interview. I mean, hopefully it didn't play a a role in that. Hopefully. That's kind of fucked up. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That's the whole thing. Like, the whole, to summarize everything, it's like, it was it was something that wasn't you know the song wasn't needed like we didn't we weren't clamoring for this debate to happen we lived this debate every day yeah in the comment section of everything I mean honestly like we lived this every it's day. one of those things where I like I said I appreciate what he was trying to do it I mean to a certain extent I guess it got the conversation started like the video did go viral um yeah, I think it's uh, a lot of like people have spoken out against it I would encourage you if you want to know more. Or, or if you are one of those people, one of those white people that are really trying, is trying, just trying to grow and like trying to learn and trying to understand, then I would encourage you to look up the version by Michonne. Um, I'll actually put it up on the page. We're gonna post it on the page, and yeah, I mean, like I'm not, I'm definitely not one of people. Obviously, I'm not a racist. Ha ha. Um, Oh, not to mention that I can't be the biggest point, the biggest thing in the whole song. Because when he ended with "I'm not racist," it's like, well, duh, you can't be. You can't be racist. We can't. Sorry. That's a conversation that is always fun to have with racist people. It's just like, well, I can't be racist because I cannot oppress you, hold you down, or stop anything in your life. I'm not systematically oppressing you or anything like that. I can be prejudiced against white people because of my experiences, but it's kind of almost like being in a shitty relationship where it's like, you know, I know how you got your, how you are and how you're going to treat me. You know, I already know these things. And so that's kind of how like black people are sometimes like the ones that you would consider racist where they're just like, Oh, you know, fuck those. I don't know what they would say. Honkies. I don't know what people to call white people. I'm trying to like the insult. I don't know. Fuck. Fuck. We forgot about our main our, our main story this week. I totally forgot about that. It ties into it. Um, I appreciate you guys. Um, for getting Dan Rue the fuck up out of here, you know. Uh, yeah. Sweet. And I was sad. I really liked. I really enjoyed him. I didn't know until I saw it posted. I guess he said the n word. Well, he yeah. definitely said the n word. He said it multiple times. He said it multiple times, and he, and he didn't think that anything was gonna happen or. Or anything like that. He I mean, didn't yeah. Understand the difference in the words. Like, yeah, you I can call me. I couldn't imagine. To be completely honest with you, I'm a. I'm gonna say, and I might sound like an all lives matter member. I couldn't. I really find could imagine it's hard to have a whole word that you can't. Actually, no, never mind. Because it is word. I feel like that about the f word. Like, I think that's how it is. Like, yeah, it's not your word. You can't, you say, can't it. say it. <laughs> like, 
You know what I'm saying? You're just one of the things you can't say. Like, they say it all the time. You can't say it. Mm-hmm. And it's just the same thing. Like, you just can't say it, honey. It's just so many other things to say. Especially because it's like a term of endearment or whatever. It's kind of like... But honestly, never mind. I guess that's like that for a lot of people, even though guys do say it. Because I feel like I call my friends bitches. You oh, can't yes. call me that. So it's kind of the same. Not, like, we all yeah. have our own thing. Not to, not to you know, not to your face like no i would feel uncomfortable just like straight up calling a woman a bitch like i text my friend like oh bitch what you know what i'm saying and if a nigga texts me i'm like the fuck right. you will get blocked because actually i don't really i'm at this point in my life as i get older where i don't argue with people i just block them i don't even i'm not gonna talk to him i don't want to talk to him <laughs> if you have something to say that i don't want to hear i'm not gonna block him but i mean yeah so <sighs> listen um, I I enjoyed what um, Nick Paddywhack and Dan Rue brought to my viewing pleasures of Instagram swiggle, and Facebook. Wiggle wiggle. But um, it was short lived, and he got canceled. I didn't even know. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. I w- also was bearded and hatfished. When I saw him without those things, I didn't even know that he was white, to be honest with you. I thought he was... thought he was was Arabic or something Yeah, I thought he was definitely a minority, you know, but it turns out that he's not... When when, um, I saw it, it was like, oh, yeah, like he said an N-word. I'm like, but I thought we kind of got other... Right, I'm like, I thought we kind of gave minorities a pass on that. I thought we, you know, at the last meeting agreed that they could all say it. Fat Joe has been saying nigga for I don't know how long. And I just thought we gave them all a pass, but we did. Turns out we did give them a pass. It turns out that you have to be at least a minority to say it, he and he ain't that. So, ain't that. uh, yeah, I didn't know that. He looks like Jake from State Farm. I seen the picture. My feelings were immediately hurt. I'm like, he was so fine, and now he's not. But you live it, you learn. I mean, but it, it really goes back into the whole um, discussion about the song is that he was so, so adamant about the fact that, yeah, I can say this. Why can't I say this? You can call me that. It doesn't affect me. Why can't, why can't I say that? It, it has the same meaning. No, it doesn't. Listen, you just have to listen. I, mean, I think a big deal about, I think a big part of all this is that you have to listen to people and understand people's individual struggles and, and also understand, sorry, their individual struggles. I'm sorry, I talk ass. And also understand that you are not always going to understand and be okay in your ignorance to a certain extent like you're you can listen to someone and hear them out and know that you'll never like get it in the way of something because you're not experiencing and living that truth it's really hard sometimes like you can what is it empathize sympathize yeah you can empathize right but you can't sympathize so it's just kind of like one of those things where it's like you're not gonna actually full feel the full weight of this struggle that I am as an individual or as a people enduring, but you can try to see it and acknowledge the fact that you'll never understand, but still acknowledging the fact that this is something that you deal with and understanding is something that's happening. Now, if you are on the other end where you just choose to be a fucking cunt bitch, then go fuck yourselves. But ultimately. You cannot be racist as a black person. You can be prejudiced. You can, you know, have a bad relationship with white people because, right. I don't know, they've been oppressing you your whole life. Who, you know, you maybe we just have fucking battered woman syndrome at this fucking point. I don't know. Is that racist? To live and learn? 
to know that motherfuckers don't fuck with you. Come on, come on. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't understand casserole, but I don't denounce it or anything like that. I don't talk bad about it. Me either. I, mean, I don't either. You know, y'all do what y'all do. Like, I'm marrying that shit this way, but yeah, you know. I mean, a good casserole depending on what it's in it. No, no green beans. All that shit, nasty. Yeah. Or that fucked up video that y'all put on Facebook making that fucking whatever sweet potato pie or whatever the fuck kind of. I don't know what that. Did you see that? I abomination. Did I send you the ice cream? I actually, I actually almost threw up in my mouth, so I had to remove. It from my uh, you didn't send it to me, but somebody else has sent yeah, it. To, think, somebody had posted, I think it. posted it, yeah. And I almost threw up seriously, like I literally was like, Oh, that's nasty. And I literally had to remove it from my page, like I had to remove it from my news feed so I couldn't <laughs> see it no more. It was disgusting, yeah. I mean, on, on each side is things that we don't understand, things that we don't get, things we can't come to grips with, and just understand to live through it. Like it, it, it doesn't have to be a solution to every problem. Like it should be. We shouldn't act the way we act towards each other. But in ultimately, and in closing, do. I do hope that eventually we'll get to a place where we can actually have really quality. I know it won't happen in my lifetime, and probably not even the lifetime of the kids that I don't even have yet. Right? But. I do hope that we will continue to progress and get better and understand each other and listen to each other um, and develop better. Um, There are racist people. Um, There are some people that are just ignorant. You know what I'm saying? I really don't even understand, but I try not to understand. Or you have people that are just bystanders where they don't side with either side. And um, I was about to say all of that's fine because I say that's fine a lot, but it's not. you just have to listen. And I think a lot of if we listen to understand instead of listening to respond, we will be way better off. And I hope we get to that point um, as a people where we can do that. I'm, I'm Even I as an individual was taken aback when Trump was elected president because I think that it took the blinders off. And I don't know about anybody else. I think it put me in a mindset where I realized that we weren't as far along as I thought we were whether it's the whether it's the discrepancies between women and men or discrepancies within race um but i hope that you know things will improve and as as the centuries continue to go on um you petty what you said you you hope things get better but as the centuries go yeah because i said that in my lifetime my lifetime my children (laughs) but what can you do um, that's gonna wrap it up, I guess. Uh, you know, check out the video. Um, let us know how you feel. You can um tell us your opinions. On, we'll post both post both videos on our Facebook page. Yeah, so tell us how you feel about that at the two AM podcast on Facebook and on Twitter. So, Hendrix, what's grinding your gears? And besides that, uh um, I think it was like earlier this week. They, it was a people were doing like trapped in the closet stories, okay. and it just triggered like being a young, horny ass male sneaking over like females' houses and then having to hide and shit. And yeah, it, it, it just those memories of the all the potential fucked up situations that you 
put yourself into like yeah i could have died on multiple occasions like i could have got shot you know you with a female whatever you know her dad come home and stuff like that you gotta hide in the closet you know papa you know papa could have had a pistol you know I, I might not be here doing this um <sighs> bell ringers hey hey guys i know you're here I, I acknowledge your effort. I, I I like that. I think I spoke on this the last episode, but come on, man, please. Also, I had experience. I was coming. I was going into a store. A young lady was leaving out the store with a cart full of stuff, and she proceeded to ask me if I could spare some change. And I just thought that was the most ridiculous shit. I've ever heard in my life. Now I see you. I see you coming out the store with stuff from multiple stores. Don't don't ask me for for money. Like you could have not went in the store and bought some shit. Like I'm I'm good. Like if I you know I got an extra dollar or something like that, I'll give it to somebody who I feel like needs it. You don't need it, be chill out with that. Stop that. I know it's the holidays. I know everybody. You know. Kind, you shouldn't be, but I know sometimes people can get strapped for cash, but don't make my situation worse because you fucked up your situation. Um, yeah, I think I, that's all for this week. I had a lot from, like, last week, but, yeah, those have subsided. What's on grinding your gears? All right, well, I have two things. One of them is not necessarily me. It's not necessarily grind my gears, but I just... I forgot to mention it in my mind I'm a millennial because it's been something that's been happening. It really is a discrepancy. Well, first off, the thing has that has been grinding my gears first, part one, was like dating and meeting new people. Like, you know how we all have like individual differences and like, which actually not as, not a thing about it kind of attributes into this topic. And the reason I say that is because I feel like if a lot of people that are like racist or whatever the case may be, um, or prejudice, if they just acknowledge that people in general are multifaceted and that we are all different and we all have different experiences and different lives and, you know, different upbringings, whatever the fuck, things will be easier. But anyway, so like I said, individual differences have been affecting my dating life tremendously because I live in the metro area. I happen to date and enjoy black men, not exclusively, just in case you know. Anyways. Um, and it's always funny when I do because I grew up sheltered. I know I've said that before. And so a lot of the, I guess, stereotypical or some of the qualities that are associated with African-American women for the Detroit or the East Side don't necessarily apply to me. And it is always so interesting to have that experience. People are saying something. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Whether it's lingo or I think somebody was like, oh, like, for instance, I'll give you a prime example. People are like, oh, what do you like to do for fun? And I'm like, oh, you know, I really like traveling. I like going to movies. I like doing stuff, bowling, you know, spending time with friends. I have game nights and monthly game nights with my friends every month. Um, I enjoy, you know, poetry, writing, reading, things like that. And then, like, I'll ask a guy and I'm like, what you like doing? Shit, smoking, drinking, chilling, hit up the Nino. And I'm like... What is that, first of all? Because I don't know what that is. And um, (laughs) I'm like, what? So it's just that 
individual differences that's just been on my mind that I experience as I uh, am entering the dating world is just like, and they like, what? Well, you know, I I, I feel you because I go through it on the opposite end. You know, it's that stereotype for me to be one of those, and I'm not at all. So it's a disconnect. Because, like, I hate when like, what do you, what you like to do? And I'm like, oh, you know, I like to read and write. And, and, then, I, and then, okay, but it's, that's been, and it, it, it's not necessarily grind my gifts, but it's just like, oh, God. It's annoying the fuck but out But that's of what remind. but that's what I'm thinking about. Like, I'm just saying, like, individual differences, like the situations, how, you know, we are all black, but we're so different. Like, people are multifaceted and different and have different characteristics and personalities. So if we all just acknowledge that, we will be better off. That's why I was saying it kind of tied into the topic because I'm just thinking from that idea of making the world a better place. But, you know, we all can dream. Now, the second thing that has been grinding my gears is myself. I have been in a little bit of a rut and kind of going through it and just not feeling it and... I'm like dealing with a lot like with my within my family and just within my life and it's just getting overbearing and like overwhelming and I'm just kind of like stressing myself out and I'm just trying to not think about it. I can be positive about my life, but it's like I've been practicing positivity. But if like if it's not actually me, that's the fucking problem. It's hard to be positive about it because <laughs> it's just like I'm not making this jab. I'm not causing it. Well, yeah. But uh, that is definitely the positivity struggle. It, it definitely is. So I mean, it's like something I can't avoid, but <laughs> it's fucking with my happiness, and I'm trying to, I guess, trying to get that whole like get that off my back or whatever. You just gotta get the monkey out your back. Yeah, I mean, the whole problem with the positivity thing is you kind of put yourself in a bubble, but a lot of times bubbles connect. And if you got negativity in the next bubble, it seeps in, whether whether yeah. you want to or not. And yeah. especially, you know, especially when it's somebody that you love or somebody that you care well, I'm about. I'm evicting everybody from my bubble. So <laughs> I'm being this bitch by myself. I'm moving away to a, re, um, a, a silent area with no other bubbles, and I'm just going to be in that bitch by myself. Because, I don't know, lately I've been, I wrote it down. I've been feeling used by family and friends. I've been feeling like I don't deserve. Like, a lot of things, like, when I've, it's been, like, dating has been rough. And, like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm not really want to be like, everybody... Like I'm, I'm a positive person, but I'm a realist, which mm. I, I feel like might be hard for some people to understand. It's definitely a kind. But um, clash. I'm a realist, so like I'm like okay, well I understand like okay I'm a positive person, but like everybody, everything is not for everybody. I really do believe that, and I'm like maybe I'm one of the people that just don't ever date, like don't ever have nobody. Like maybe I'm like one of the, like a Tracy Ellis Ross where I just never marry and never have kids and am I ready to deal with that? Like that's one thing I've been dealing with and I've been dealing with, like I said, my family bullshit, feeling used and feeling like I don't deserve to be happy. Like maybe I, maybe, like he's like, you know, you think you're a good person. I'm like thinking about shit. Like when I was a kid, like I did take that $5 out of my mom's coat pocket. Like I'm a die alone. Like I do that to myself. Like bitch, you think you're a good person, but you did that fucked up shit that one time like I do that a lot and then like so with those things and also feeling responsible for everyone and just having the pressure of like my family and like everything and then lastly ultimately summing all of that up is trying to find purpose in being alone I think a lot of my life I had the idea that I would like be married and kids and like I would find and with the career that was like my entire life was consumed in like having a career making a difference within that raising members of the new generation to be thriving and being this and that was my purpose and I think 
with having that idea that I might not have children and I might not marry, find trying to regain my individual purpose as a person, a single person. I think we have a topic for next week. So... Yeah, I think that so. is what has been grinding my gears. You got the holiday blues. It's B. my overthinking. Well, my holiday blues are a little different than most people's. No, I just yeah, like I it's a that. horrible time for my family. But you know, it's I actually love the holidays. I haven't even put my wreath and shit up. But I might do it today. Maybe who knows? I know my neighbor might call me. I don't know. Might complain or something or set it on fire. I don't know. She's a bitch. But. You know, I'm pretty sure she's right there. Hmm. She's been right there this whole podcast. Hmm. You ain't heard them footsteps like right above us? Oh, no, I didn't hear That's why I was laughing so hard. But yeah. So, all right. Well, is that it? That's it, right? Yeah, where can they find more lovely, interesting dialogue with the beautiful Casey? Oh, yeah. So if you want to talk to me, sorry, you can um, reach me at. Oh shit. K underscore in real life. That's on Instagram. And on Twitter, that is K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. Hit me up. We can have any kind of dialogue you want to. I'm all about it. We can talk. Talk shit to me or agree with me or disagree with me. I'm okay. Um, and where can I reach you at, Hendrix? Well, since I'm the friendly one, you know, out of this, this week, because you're not. I am. I'm the friendly one. I, hi. Um, if you guys want to reach me. He's just awkward. He's not nice. Don't get confused. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Don't tell the secret. <laughs> if you want to reach me, you can reach me at Noli Hendrix on Facebook. Ooh, ooh, on Instagram and Twitter. That's his Facebook. Shut up. <laughs> I'm about to change this shit right now. But uh, you can reach me at N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can reach the show. Oh, yeah, you can reach us at two at the two AM podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. And if you want to email us again, any questions, comments, or voice your concerns, you can do so by emailing us at as two AM podcast at gmail dot com. That is the number two. And uh, make sure you like. If you got a comment, comment, comment subscribe, subscribe, share, tell a friend, and tell a friend. We are on iTunes. We are on SoundCloud. Google Play. Can you put some Google energy Play, in your shit? Google Play. Google Play. Stitcher. <laughs> Stitcher. Castbox, what the shit you said? Castbox. Podgeny. Podgeny. Whatever. All that good stuff. We're everywhere. So anything that you're listening to. And if you have another platform that you are a part of that you listen to your podcast on that we are not on, let us know and we will do that. All right. So any last words? Yes. Um, millennials, I want you to remember this for the week going forward. People generally see what they look for and hear what they listen for. Hmm. Interesting. Alrighty. That's going to wrap it up for this week, guys. Peace. I'm not a racist.